1: Great to be back with you, folks. I certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior. We continue on in the book of John talking about the life of Christ, no small thing. Folks, if you can take a practical look and stop and say, Is the Word of God claiming to be true? The answer is yes. Is it true? It is true. And the Holy Spirit of God can lead you to that. So we want to learn more about God. And we're taking the time to do the life of Christ. With me is my friend Kevin, literally sitting three feet from me. So the voice quality is probably a little bit better than it has been. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing great, brother. Yeah. So this whole telephone thing, you get a little bit... <laughs> you get some... Chi- and he, you were up in North Carolina. And brother, I'm just going to come up front with you, man. AT&T sometimes gets flaky. Oh, it was...
2: Yeah, it was not in the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, it was not in the basket. It was way out there
1: yeah i read a, a meme one time that said at&t causes adhd
2: so <laughs> I, I don't
1: know brother I, I don't know but i'll tell you i got one for you i think i personally think my money's on kevin on this one and and uh, so this is the fourth grade riddle that we all should be able to get so i want i want you to pm me if you can beat kevin to any of these answers and let me know and i'll kind of add them up and tell kevin what's going on but which nursery song would jesus have heard the most
2: um not three blind men
1: that's a tough one i like nursery rhymes.
2: Uh, um yeah yeah, um row 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 your boat
1: no but that's a good one and my friend you're at the end it is over and so the answer (laughs) is mary had a little oh
2: my soul and i mean
1: it's it's not bad i gotta tell you our last couple have been worthy i think they've been you know, yep. as far as, four, and again, if you have a fourth or fifth or sixth or eighth grader, I'm going to tell you something, their brains, they're not as burnt out as we are. <laughs> <laughs> they, they'll get them a little bit better. And I'm not picking on Kevin saying he has a burnt out brain from anything, but <laughs> but, but life. Life has given him his burnt out brain. he You won't see him at any of these pharmacies, <laughs> these marijuana pharmacies in Colorado. And stuff. I remember I'm at uh, Planet Fitness there and I stopped over at a, I don't remember what the store is. You know, it's a Kroger, whatever they call Kroger out there in Utah.
2: Yeah. And I came Smith's
1: Smiths. and I'm going to tell you something, brother, there was more You could get high standing in the parking lot. It was one of those little pharmacies right there. And I'm walking back to my car under the roof, trying to stay out of the sun and folks, here we are. We're in the life of Christ. And, and, uh, and I I tell you what, man, I can't believe that marijuana is legal. I just read that they made marijuana, uh, Magic of mushrooms and a, a hallucinogenic. Yeah, in five states is legal now. Shrooms, man. Shrooms, yeah. People going to yeah. be seeing stuff. Oh, man, they'll mess you up. You, you'll think you're, it's, it's rougher than being in a Little Rock jail for, yeah. for 30 days, man. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, man, that's not good stuff. And uh, Anyway, here's the here's the thought. We, ha- we have good stuff here. We have the Word of God. We don't have to go to one of these marijuana pharmacies on the side of the road. We get to go to God. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what God's Word says here in chapter 5 or in verses 28 through 35 today? Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming... In the which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice. Folks, think about uh, Mm. those who are in the graves who have accepted Jesus Christ. They're all going to hear it, but there's only some coming out. Think of those ones who are busting out of the ground, coming from Mm. the depths of the water, and uncles and aunts, and 15 generations ago, people who accepted the Lord are going to be saying, Doug, my name was Doug, too. You know, I I fought in the War of 1812. I mean, we don't know, you know. Marvel not, it's coming. And, and shall come forth that they that have good unto the resurrection of life, they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. And God's word's clear here, folks. We've been talking about the judgment. Either you're right and you've applied the blood of Jesus Christ unto your life. You've accepted him and you give him all your flaws. And we're a bunch of folks who've been through. We got some flaws, man. Mm-hmm. We got PTSD. Some of us are suicidal. Some of us are depressed. Some of us are paranoid. Some of us are more wound up in an eight-day clock. So, I mean, we're the weird crowd, okay? We're up front with that. When we come to church, when we come to camp, we're the crowd of, They'd probably put us on a short bus today,
2: Kevin. <laughs> I'm just
1: being honest with you. And, uh, and and then it goes on and says in verse 30, I can of my own self do nothing as I hear I judge and the judgment is just because I seek not my own will but the will of the Father which have sent me. He said, listen, I've been appointed judge and I, I'm not like these judges you folks have in the United States today who do whatever they want. I'm pointed, I got to do what's right. I got to do what's holy. I got to do what my father wants. And boy, God's going to do that. There's no rule changes. The standard's not changing, folks. You don't get a direct line to heaven because you knew somebody. There's nothing uh, genetic here. There's no heredity. And it says, I bear witness of myself. My witness is not true. There is another that bear witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true. Ye sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. But I receive not testimony from man. But these things I say that ye might be saved. He was burning in a shining light, and ye were willing for a season to rejoice in light isn't that a great verse and you were willing for a season john the baptist was this bright and shining light he had this prominent role this prominent witness and you guys were running around like a bunch of idiots who uh, ate some magic mushrooms and all happy and then the true me shows up here i am your lord and savior and, and you guys got a problem with that there's a guy running up and down the road who couldn't walk with a mattress on his back there's a nobleman's son who's uh looking forward to uh you know his bar mitzvah i mean there's things going on and you guys can't tolerate that kevin Mm. there's so many inconsistencies with religious folks
2: yeah yeah i i look at these scriptures and it so encourages me that um the the verbiage here you know the whole vocabulary being used is that of judge witness we know our Lord was an advocate as well. It says in 1 John that, uh, I think, chapter 2, verse 2, uh, we have an advocate with the Father Jesus Christ, the righteous. So um, all of this stuff going on, like you were saying, Doug, is so good, so true. And and we've got this justice system in heaven that's on the side of the redeemed. Amen. <laughs> and so the judge, the judge is and I mentioned that we don't have any reason to fear, and I kind of have to correct that a little bit. We Christians do fear God because we can lose not our salvation – and like you said, it's not that we're going to be judged for our sins. If we got judged for our sins, we go to hell. But we, we can get judged. You know, it says the judge standeth at the door. That's in the book of James. Uh, and it's talking about, um, uh, I think it's in the context of uh, basically as a Christian, don't be a, a jerk. You know, don't be a knucklehead as a Christian and be a partial judge and that kind of thing. But, you know, behold, the judge standeth at the door. So we have to recognize we can fall on the wrong side of a judgment call of God. But here's the the thing excites me. So as an individual who's been through some trauma, there are bars of justice in heaven right now going on, and there's judgment calls that God will make, and I can go to God and there's an advocate on my part, Jesus Christ. Um, he is the judge too. so the, there's there's this advocacy that says, I want any any possibility of of um, this guy getting a good judgment call, I'm here to make sure it happens. That's a good situation to be in. When you've got an advocate that is willing to help settle things for you, you learn to love the advocate. You learn to talk to him often and say, you know what, man, things aren't going too well and I really need some advocacy you know, those who have been abused know what the word advocate means. Yeah. You know, an advocate, we put our daughter into a shelter a number of years ago because of abuse. And she was so scared. And when she got there, the lady at the head of the shelter said, we want you to know we have a bunch of advocates working here, legal advocates, and we are for you. We will keep you protected. This guy is not going to mess with you anymore. He is not. The injustice is over. And that was such a an encouragement to me as the dad because I'm just looking out for her. And... Um, you know, so we have a God who's a, a judge, and we have a God who's going to call forth witnesses, and um, that's what it says in verse thirty-two. There's another beareth witness of me, and I know that the witness which he beareth of me is true, and that was John the Baptist. So there are people that love God that He will send to stand behind you. I just want to, to remind anyone out there, um, God has witnesses who are watching your life, and make friends with people that love God. Get into a good church, because there are people there that when you're going through the low times will say, you know what, I've been watching. You're having a hard time, aren't you? I want you to know I'm for you. What can I do for you? That's an advocacy that's a witness advocacy. And, um, they just stand on your side. So I just praise God. Amen. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing to have an advocate.
1: It's a wonderful thing to have a mighty counselor. It's a wonderful thing to have sitting at God sitting at the right hand of the Father. It's a, it's a wonderful thing to know you're going to heaven. It's a wonderful thing to know that these old bodies are going to be resurrected. We're going to be with Christ. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But there's going to be a day that this world is going to pay attention to and you get to be part of it. Depends which side you want to be on. We'll be right back.
0: Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements.
1: Years ago, I had the honor to preach in our church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I mean, you could see at the time, Three River Stadium. Mm. Uh, I mean, you could see the rivers joining together out there. It was up on a hill. There was no parking. You had to find a place on the side of the street. But there was one man in that church I'll never forget. I'd say, brother, how are you today? He said, brother, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. And uh, I'm heaven bound. And Mm. And folks, I, I'll never forget, I went back to that church a year later and preached, and they brought a guy in on a stretcher and put him in the very back row that was open, kind of where the ushers might sit in a church, and it was a smaller church, and they laid him down with an ivy bottle. And I was up there preaching out here, amen, once in a while. I remember that next day, I called the pastor, and I'm like, Pastor, who is that dear brother on the back row? He said, Brother... He said, I think his name was Michael. He said, that was Michael. And he said, I want you to know that Michael is standing with Jesus. He said, "He said, do you remember? He said, he's getting ready to get on his knees. He just went. He just went to heaven, Brother Doug. He says, do you remember the guy a year ago that every time you asked a question, he'd say, I'm going to heaven. He'd say, brother, how are you? it would say, I'm going to heaven. And folks, there's a certainty of the resurrection of God mm. in this stuff we're reading. It's certain. It's real. We're going to heaven. We can be like Michael and lay on that back. His last night alive, he came to church to hear a no-name-nothing mm. preacher named Doug who, who's loud and weird and odd. Oh, that was me. <laughs> and he sat there and enjoyed that. And, you know, there's going to be judgment and accountability. And, folks, I don't want to emphasize this. To, I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad we're just telling you the life of christ shows us a couple things first of all there is going to be a judgment there is going to be accountability and uh and 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 god's talking about christ is talking about the dependence on his father he's talking about the witness of john the baptist i mean there's a lot of people in the bible and there's not a lot of them being talked about as a light there's not a lot of them being talked about. This guy's on fire, man. He's he's talking about the God that's coming in. And, and, and folks, I think there's a responsibility for all of us uh, to, to be John the Baptist sometimes. I think there's a responsibility. There's a light of God that's shining through us, and we need to let that light shine. We need to turn this little light of mine. I don't even know how that song goes. I'm going to let it shine. You hold up that little index finger and spin. I used to dance a little bit, and then they said, you can't dance christians don't dance so i i calmed it down a little bit i didn't gyrate my hips i you know i just kind of i can't stand still when i'm singing i'm singing a hymn i'm moving all man they could church discipline me if i'm a member of the wrong church man i can't stand i serve a god and the Mm -hmm. light of god is coming folks i don't know where your day brings you today i don't know if you're going through depression i don't know if your world's upside down i don't know if there's people out there ruining your life i don't know but i do know this there's a god in heaven And he's Mm -hmm. got your back. If you've accepted Jesus, boy, I'll tell you, Kevin just raised it. it wound me up. (laughs) And right now, Kevin had mentioned something. There's an advocate for you. Mm -hmm. And he's at the right hand of the Father, Kevin.
2: That's exciting. It is exciting. I remember I was in Fayetteville, and I was going on to Fort Bragg, and uh, I didn't realize that my car license had expired. We were on the road and <laughs> <laughs> we towed this, yeah, towed this Honda Odyssey behind us. And yeah. somewhere between here and Timbuktu, the license had, had expired, the registration expired. And and they caught it going into Fort Bragg and they said, well, You're going to have to turn around. You're going to have to go out. You're going to have to meet a uh, a Mr. Policeman. And so <laughs> we, got, we got officially ticketed, and it was a big ticket. I mean, it was bad. Well, I was we were playing in the church. I pastored in several police officers at uh, Fayetteville PD and one of them's like yeah you know you're gonna show up and uh you know you're just gonna have to take your lumps uh, there's nothing nothing you could do I was hoping he'd kind of give me an inside track on how to avoid it, it was like 400 dollars. it was insane
0: and I hate uh, those man. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh but um What's really cool is the day of the court trial, I showed up, and, man, I was nervous. I was like, man, I'm going to go. I'm going to stand before the judge. And I'm sitting there in this little box behind a, a rail waiting for my turn. The guys in front of me, some guys would kind of strut up, and the uh, and the, the the bailiff or, or and, and sometimes the judge would say, put your hands by your side. Put your hands behind your back. Don't stand there like that. I mean, they're like, you respect this court. You respect this judge. And, uh, and so, man, they were toe of the line. I'm just dreading going and standing up there yeah well about two or three hours into it about the time I was ready to wet myself this guy who had been mingling with it here and there with a few people behind the rail where I was sitting walked up to me and he's on the front side of the rail so he's on the judge side I'm on the dark side of the rail he says hey um the judge would like to work something out with you can you just you know would you can you just pay this much and go I was like, I would love to do that. I think I paid eighty six bucks. Or Praise something. Like, God, man! Yeah, he, you know, the judge looked at your case and he wants to just go ahead and take care of this thing. And I was like, I don't have to go stand before the judge in this in this awkward thing to be to be penalized. And I didn't know. I thought maybe I'd go to jail. It was that scary. Yeah, you know, get your hands, Kevin Rob, get your hands by your side. But I'm a pastor. I don't care. That's another five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, God. God's good. He is. He is a judge that wants to execute good judgment. And if someone goes to hell, or if someone falls under the, if we fall into the chasing the hand of God as a Christian, and blow it, we do that despite the Holy Spirit's best efforts to bring us uh, a, a, a settlement. Wow, I.
1: You know, I read about this court the other day, and I'm sure you heard about this, but I I read the court reports from uh, like 1979 in Asheville, uh, North Carolina, and the court report was this man comes in, and he's he's a, a, you know, a rather well-known man, uh, Billy Graham, and he, he's standing there and he has a speeding ticket for 77 and a 55, and the, and the judge looks at him and he says, Mr. Graham, he said, did you go 77 and a 55? He said, yes, Your Honor, I did. <laughs> he said, Mr. Graham, why did you do that? He said, I can't I can't point to it, Your Honor. I must have just stepped on the gas, went too fast. It's my fault. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm no good. I, I'm standing in front of you, and I ask for your forgiveness. And the people, know and I'm reading this report, you know. And Billy Graham, if, if anything, he was serious at times. He's being very serious here in the 70s. Right. And the judge says, well, you know, we can't stand for that as a court. And Billy Graham says back to him, I understand, Your Honor. I deserve whatever you give to me. And it was freaking the judge out, you know. Wow. So the judge got to the end and said, well, I can give you a fine between $500 and $750. And Mr. Graham, I'm, I'm giving you $500 And he, because you haven't done it before. And he, it is ruling on the court. And Billy Graham walked to the back of the room, and the judge took his robe off, and his chamber went running up and handed Billy Graham $500 in cash. And said, Mr. Graham, I've never had anybody stand before me with a repentant heart like that. He said, you just purposely said, this is my fault. On purpose. You know, Kevin, he didn't hold anything. He said, this is my fault. I did this. I don't know why I did it. But I feel like when we're standing in front of God, he knows everything. Just like that judge in Asheville knew. He knows everything. He knows we went 77 or 55. (laughs) There's no lying when we're there, brother, right?
2: I mean. No, no, and what better way to respond? I mean, just uh, you know, agreeing against yourself is is the hardest thing to do, but that is the only way. That's repentance. Yeah. That's like you know, almost a definition textbook. Yeah, we we have um, we have a God that has settled out of court, so that faith has made it. Since we can never perform our way to heaven. He's made it that we can believe. We can believe on someone who did perform. And that belief is so hard to do that that belief is tied in with repentance because it's agreeing that we cannot work our way there. And in fact, if we got what we deserved, it would be a judgment and a sentence against us and that illustration you gave is perfect that the judge himself made the payment for us he made
1: the payment he ran to the and he took billy graham and his assistant to lunch and uh he it was a he closed the courtroom and they went to lunch and had lunch together and uh folks i'm here to tell you that sometimes we look at the judge as a terrible thing you know the judge in kevin's case made a deal for 86 dollars. all of a sudden his his bill went down $314. And uh, that's the God we serve. What we deserve, we don't get. What we deserve, Christ died for us. Well, listen, we love you folks. Walk around today like you've got stuff you don't deserve. you got a loving God. He's going to be with you with that smile today that only God can give. And think about what he's done in your life. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to our broadcast.